I'm ready. We're doing it. We're, We're doing live, it. baby. Okay, so we had a little bit of technical difficulties getting here, but we got here. We did. We're we here. Arrived. Thank you, Ash, for being here. Thank you for having me. For letting me record our chats. Our first podcast. Titty shake. Okay, so Ash, I met Ash at the Glute Lab, the Glute Squad, um, like two years ago. Two? I think it's 2018. Yeah, 2018. Oh my god. Time has gone past. And um, I've always been like really inspired by you because um, you have like an amazing balance of life and always killing it and always like, you know, looking to better yourself and just always are becoming better. And it's really inspiring for me to see you go through that journey. Um, so I'm excited to let other people hear about it. Um, so let's start by how did your fitness journey begin? So I ran track in high school, but mm-hmm. very I wasn't consistent. But that was my first introduction to the weight room because we did weights on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I remember always enjoying that, and my coach had tracking and logging our workouts, so that was just something that was innate. College. You know, freshman 15, partying, <laughs> drinking, oh, all yeah. the fun. <laughs> Got to participate. Um, and then uh, 2010, when I started my uh, master's program in business, I don't know, something about just like being in that program and wanting to stay structured and just seeing how like I was just um, yo-yo, yo-yo dieting and trying all these bad things. And obviously, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And so I needed to get out of my own way and hire someone who does know what they're doing right. um, and know that this is an investment. Uh, I was working full-time at a corporate job, pretty, did pretty well for myself back then, but that was still pretty expensive for me. Yeah. But I committed to a six-month contract uh, with a gym, and what I did was I trained with three different trainers over two months, um, just so I can get an idea of like, different uh, yeah. styles. Um, my first trainer, Gil, amazing. Like, you know, We still stay in contact to this day. He like taught me everything I know, and really more so about being a personal trainer. Yeah. Um, and really about like um, building rapport. Like I always felt very comfortable with him. He um, made me feel confident, confident on the fitness floor. Cause I'm the type of client you tell me to do, I'm gonna do it. That's just how I've always been. Um, cause like, I'm like, if I'm paying this money, then I'm going to yes. do what I need to do. Cause I was, what I was doing on my own was not working. That makes sense. So <laughs> and yeah, and he always explained the whys of what he was going to have me do, wanted me to do. So I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, got into uh, doing more research on my own, bylu.com. T Nation, um, and that's like how I heard about Brett, and I read all his articles, and you know, I would say I was working out, I would say for at least six years, because I was like just kind of following, you know, like workouts from magazines, workouts from those websites, um, copying meal plans, yeah. you know, following all the fads, but you know, you live, you learn, yeah. and then I would say like, I've been seriously training for like the last five years. Five years. Yeah. So, did you... Uh, see like any results from when you were doing all like the fad diets and like googling like bodybuilding.com kind of stuff oh definitely um because when I started in 2010 um within that time period between 2010 and 2012 yeah, a two year period I lost about 50 plus pounds um, oh, no so way. I was a trainer Holy doing all those plans but I, I wasn't doing it the right way not yeah. in a sustainable way 
and again, um, like I said, you know, using I was a vegan, pescatarian, um, Nutrisystem, uh, the the Kellogg diet. You know, trying to get all the diets. I'm usually sticking. I was probably eating like. 1100 1200 calories exactly for like why yeah. and then binging and you know not feeling fully satisfied so there was definitely an opportunity to improve my relationship with food at that time but also i was um participating in a lot of uh, aerobic endurance mm. um events such as like uh half marathons i did the la marathon i did the Malibu yeah. triathlon um all the spartan races um because my previous corporate job uh, we they were really big into like personal development mm. and health and wellness, and so like, as a company, like it was just really common to like sign up for races together and do them. And so I just I really enjoyed that aspect. Um, as I just went from all that cardio yeah. and not eating, I was just oh thin. So I didn't, yeah. you know, I didn't love my body composition. So again, yeah. that was a learning for me. Um, and then in twenty uh, December twenty sixteen is I'm not sure what it was. But I just kind of stumbled upon powerlifting, mm. and I decided, like, you know, I'm going to sign up for a meet. I'm going to train for it. Yeah. And my one of my old coworkers from my last um, corporate job, we signed up together. So this was our first powerlifting competition because he had wanted to do one as well. So we signed up on um, January 2017 at Camp Pendleton in San Diego. Um, I am placing third. Um, I trained myself, and so you know, again, that's. What, like a month, six weeks maybe of yeah. training. Actually, I started at the beginning of December. I started training, so maybe about like eight weeks. Maybe like yeah, six, six, six weeks yeah. of training. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a great experience. I loved just the vibe. I loved, I took that, you know, six to eight period time period of like, stop dieting, you know, just focus on eating enough and focus on adding getting more strong. weight, getting strong. And that's like, honestly, like where progressive overload like really was like the forefront of main priority instead of like focusing on like, dieting and like and, and hop and just hopping around doing different workouts and not being consistent so yeah that's kind of where it took off and yeah cool so it sounds like you did like all of the things at the beginning like all the meal plans all the like different types of cardio yes just trying everything so if you could go back and you could tell yourself one thing like just like to, to really like make yourself aware of one thing what would it be at the beginning of your fitness journey start strength training yeah start lifting weights yes because i mean even now i'll go to a commercial gym and you will barely see any women yeah <laughs> in the weight room mm -hmm. and they're on the cardio section so it's still something that needs to be addressed yeah and honed in and seen like with my own clients and especially when i'm doing onboarding um or discovery calls and you know the first thing is like well, I don't want to get all big and bulky yeah um, or you know when are we going to add in some cardio like, I don't see any cardio sessions on here or I do the Peloton and it's not like I'm anti-cardio mm -hmm. but I believe that there's more emphasis should be placed on strength training yeah. as we want to strengthen our bone mm -hmm. exactly um, it's important one to make sure that we're getting bigger and stronger muscles and honestly like I'm trained to survive yeah you know, I'm not for a long time right you know, research does show that you are able to build some muscle during cardio, but like, if you compare that to strength training, you're going to be able to build way yeah. more muscle in uh -huh. strength training when you prioritize it. Um, and then I would add on to that following a consistent structured training program. Yeah. Whereas before, when I was doing all the things, I was hopping around. I wasn't being consistent. Yeah. I'm looking in, you know, um, health and fitness oxygen magazines, you know, because they'll have like the three-month challenge and... But, 
I don't know how to use good form, so mm -hmm. I'm probably doing like quarter squats and I'm just guessing. Just guessing. Yeah, just, just looking at pictures. Right, but I, I would say um, probably like 2012 after I had already been, I trained with those three trainers, I was looking up, you know, Bible.com and I got to the habit of filming myself. Mm -hmm. When, I, when I'm doing my list, so that was also something to. Like, would you just look back yourself and check it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And did you feel um, like the first time you recorded in the gym? Did you feel like, oh my god, everyone's looking at me recording myself? I, I don't remember feeling that way. No. I just remember it's feeling good. like I need this data. Yeah. And so, I know that's a common yeah. thing for women to kind of like people feel hesitant about, but yeah. that would be something else too. You know, record yourself and yeah. your list. And I mean, and I was like before we hopped on the call, I actually found some of my list from 2016. When I started training for my powerlifting competition, I'm like, "Training here, that's my squad." But you know, I was, you did it. You I like did. It. I yeah. learned. You know, and I feel like you know, everyone starts from somewhere. Exactly. And I would definitely say, like, my last thing, you know, what I would tell myself: get a coach right away. Yeah. You know, like, because I think other things too. A lot of women are afraid to push themselves because they're afraid of injuring themselves. They don't know if they're doing it right. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know. And I really do feel like. You know, this is an investment, but it it's is for life. For life, yeah. Like, and that's the thing. In my philosophy with my clients is, you know, I want to help to become lifelong lifters. Yeah. Um, because for myself personally, I want to be in my eighties and beyond mm -hmm. without having to use a walker, a wheelchair. So, yeah. like, I always describe this whenever I'm talking to someone. When I'm like, why are you so, you know, passionate about it? I'm like, because I need to make sure that I can take care of myself as I get older. Yeah. That's important to me. That's strong girl shit. Yeah, who like 90 years old, like doing deadlifts. No, that's a goal. Okay? <laughs> like, You'll be like at your 600 pound PO. I'm telling you, this is my mom's like, alright, let's go, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you are like, oh, sleep. Uh, sleep. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. as you're gonna hear. But I love that because when you look at this as like a whole thing and not just be like, oh, I have a goal to like, to get this PR in a month or to weigh this much in a month, when you look at it as like a, like a long term life goal, investment in a coach or uh, like becomes insignificant to the long thing, or taking a few days off to rest becomes insignificant. You know, like I feel like some people panic when they're like, I missed three or four days. Like, well, you're doing this for a long term, so that's like tiny piece of the picture you know and it's going to be good so i think that's like a good really good way to look at it is like the long the long-term goal yeah yes so um what else do we want to talk about how let's see oh yeah early before we start recording you were saying your period is due next week right and your body temperature gets hotter how do you um do you like change up your training or do you change up like your eating or anything to make yourself feel better or stronger? So I pulled up a research study that I just came across. Um, mm -hmm. It's in the NSCA um, coach uh, issue. And it was really cool because it was just kind of talking upon the female athlete triad um, and like basically like how to work with the menstrual cycle in female athletes. And so I'm 34, and you know I'm feeling my body. But you look 24. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> goals. You know that no one is. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, 
I've noticed, you know, each month, yeah, it feels a little different, and yeah. I do take note of like my um, hunger, how I feel overall, my moods. And this study was really just, you know, explaining like it's just important for us to understand the phases and cycles of our uh, menstrual cycle and be able to work with our cycle rather than against it. And I really like how it touched upon like, okay, when it comes to um, your training sessions, it really depends. You know, yeah. some women are. So in their luteal phase, going leading up to their menstrual cycle, you know, they may feel a little bit weaker or they may feel a little bit, a little bit stronger. And the main thing is to really listen to your body and how you feel um, and really uh, just kind of see, like, how recovered do you feel from your last previous session mm -hmm. and then adjusting your next session um, accordingly. So, and research has showed that doing some type of strength training yeah. will make you feel better. Mm -hmm. So even if you're not able to do like three, four sets of all of your exercises, maybe do like one or two sets. Yeah. So that's something else to consider um, when working with your ritual cycle. And then I really like that this article talked upon some nutritional strategies that I was inspired by and took upon. So during your luteal phase, um, you might find that you're just not feeling as satiated and that's yeah. how those cravings start yeah. and like, that donut from Krispy Kreme, yeah, you know, you those In-N-Out french fries sound yeah. like, oh, oh my gosh. god, bomb. I'm so hungry right now. Thinking about all that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's so scummy. Um, but yeah, it's showing that female athletes would benefit from increasing their protein consumption um, during this part of the cycle. So, so be a high protein help. Yes, so you know maybe that's doubling up your protein that you have for breakfast. I know for me, I like to, you know, have bigger meals during the day and then kind of smaller meals as I, you know, move yeah. on throughout the day. So shoot, if I can have double the protein for breakfast and you know, yes. protein to help me feel more satiated, I feel great and it's been really working. In and also shows that you want to increase your carbohydrates as well. Um, so another thing I've been doing is incorporating like a sweet potato. Um, and I don't usually eat sweet potatoes pretty frequently. Um, I majority of my carbohydrates consist of fruits and vegetables. Um, but I've noticed like when I add in a carbohydrate such as a, a sweet potato, like I feel great. I feel satisfied. Yeah. You know, I don't experience any cravings. Uh, I feel like my blood sugar is pretty uh, level. There's you know having the sweet potatoes, there's a spike. Um, so I feel really good. And I've noticed last month. What I did because my period was actually coming up after my last probably competition, and oh, I noticed great that. Timing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so literally like the day of, like I incorporated these strategies, felt strong. I kind of estimated like the higher end of my maintenance intake, yeah. and then just because I, I need more food, I need to refuel. Um, and yeah, I felt great, and you know there was no like binging. I just went back to eating how I normally ate because I never I didn't feel any cravings. Mm -hmm. um, so again, working you know with the cycle, and I, yeah. I, I think it just kind of depends. And I really like how this article was you know again more so saying like focus on like whole grains, you know rather than like white processed grains, um, making sure to avoid like high intake of calories from processed you know sugar fried foods, and then during your period making sure that you're taking enough iron, uh, vitamin C, um, sleeping in colder temperatures because I noticed as I've gotten older. 
Well, my body just getting warm, and yes. you know, and I notice when I keep my room between like sixty-eight to seventy-two degrees, yeah. like I sleep great. I just I feel good, so I'm improving my sleep quality. And then when you're going to your mid follicular phase, um, you still we want you to replenish your glycogen storage, so consider increasing your carbs. And I tested this on one of my clients, and she was like, and I asked her, I was like, you know, have you experienced any cravings, you know, in the last few weeks? And she was like. Actually, I haven't, and it was just more so just strategically, nice. you know, increasing yeah. her intake, um, and yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's hard for people to wrap their head around eating more food is going to help you like feel better in the long run, stronger because a lot of the magazines and media says eat less, move more, you know, but. It just shows if you actually listen to your body instead of just cutting back, cutting back, like eating a few, like like the sweet potato for you has helped prevented you from getting extreme cravings later on, you know? That's really cool. And I think what's really helped me as well is just being nicer to myself. Because it's, it's hard sometimes to wrap your head around, last week I could lift this, and this week I can barely do one rep of it. And just be like, okay, this is fine. Instead of just being like, I'm weak, you know? Like, no, it's just the phase that I'm in right. in my cycle. Right. And, like, you maybe need an extra rest day or to eat more food. Yes. And just be nice to yourself, exactly. you know? But uh, a lot of times I'll forget that it's coming and I'm feeling like this. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. Again, and it's been happening for years, you know? And I just forget. It's literally like you have to... You know, there's no time frame where you're just not going to pay attention. Like, you yeah. have to constantly keep paying attention and putting in time and effort and, yeah. you know, into this. I know. Um, and again, I feel like, you know, work with it to, and to maximize your training and how you feel. Uh, and again, on your body, like, if your body's telling you that it's hungry, it's hungry. Yes. So, feed it. You know, yes. if it's telling you that it's tired, rest. But I will say, because again, like, in this article, which is great, and saying, like, every human body is affected differently. So mm-hmm. if there's no like black and white like during this phase, you should do this. Cause sometimes I'll wake up feeling like, oof, you know, I'm feeling some like sitting in this yeah. area and it hurts and sweaty goose. Right, you know, like, I'm <laughs> someone in the face. Yeah, I know. Well, let me go to the gym. Let me. All right, it. this is what I said I'm gonna aim for. I'll get my more upset. So let me see how I feel. Yeah. While performing the the technique, the form. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling, and I hit my working set, and I pull like what I wanted to pull, and I feel great, and this was good form, cool. Or if I notice that like I pulled it, I'm like, mm, and I look really tired, I'm just call it right there. Maybe I'll do a back offset. Mm-hmm. Um, it, again, it just kind of depends. You know, it's a, that shocks me. I'm like, wow, I came in feeling like so tired. I yeah. didn't think I'd be able to have a, a killer training session. Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. That happens a lot to me. I'm just like, sometimes I'll feel really energized going in. I'm like, I'm going to PR today. And then it's the complete opposite. And I'm like, well, you just don't know. So like showing up, even when you don't feel like it, I think helps. But also going with how you feel after you warm up. Yeah. And so training and your period, that was a good chat. I like that. Because it's important because yes. a lot of women don't pay attention to it. It's not talked about a lot. No, it's and, not. Because I noticed like there's been a recent increase, you know, like I said, the study just came out uh, last month. Uh, I've been seeing you know, a lot of people uh, create some Instagram posts on it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad we should have that conversation because yeah. it's important. And it's happening every month of right. my life. So, <laughs> so 
it's happening a lot, yeah. Right. And we shouldn't, I don't think women should be afraid to talk about it either. Right. It's like, everyone, like, well, most women get them. And, like, people talk about taking a shit, and that's fucking normal, exactly. you know? Like, it's natural. Yeah. I don't think we should, like, feel embarrassed or use different words right. to... Like, that's not so bright. I'm like, bright, like, I'm not my period. Yeah. Or, you know, he needs to know. He's my yes. like, <laughs> It's a big part of your life. Exactly. You know? Like, yes. it's really affecting you. And yeah. You need to be aware, but right. we all do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it's... It's data. That's all. I, I love, and me personally, like, I love tracking data. So it's just more information for me to learn about myself. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like because I'm so curious, that helps me to be a better coach with my clients. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's going to affect them in different ways too. Right. Yeah. So if, um, circling back to what we were talking about is like eating more to get stronger. I know like a lot of women probably listen to this, have this like, fear that if they eat more they're gonna just like you know gain lots of weight and like you know uh not get the results they want what would you say to a woman who's feeling like this that they're like kind of afraid to eat carbs afraid to eat more food because they're afraid it's not gonna get them to like make them stronger well what i've learned is being empathetic and understand like I was the same way like I was literally eating I probably, I'm pretty sure I was eating less than a thousand calories at yeah. one point in time and being so afraid of like oh I can't eat that or if I eat this type of carb and what's going to eat it after 6 yeah. p.m. but I always reflect on upon like, what did I do to get past that and it's like I just slowly added you know more carbs a little yeah. bit at a time a little bit you know I wasn't educated at that time to understand that once I eat some carb Water is the house to be pulled in, so I would probably like to gain some water weight. Yeah. But that's normal. And then in addition to that, you know, depending on the type of food that you're eating, you know, you might retain some water. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know, a, a strong possibility, and you just kind of have to be consistent mm-hmm. um, and, you know, not, like, rush, because it could be many reasons, you know, why, you know, you gain. Uh, but I just feel like that's some, a conversation that I have with my clients of like what to expect yeah. when they do increase their carbs. It's going to be okay. Right. And I, I really try to emphasize the, uh, the main progress indicators that we're looking at is on performance, on their um, cognitive health, on their mood, yeah. energy, energy uh, on their sleep quality, mm-hmm. quantity, you know, that. Because those are things that are within our control. Um, and I just kind of feel like what number comes on the scale, like that's out of our control. Like yeah. let's focus on things that are within our control on daily behaviors yeah. that we can focus on that will eventually yield to our, our, our overall arching goal. But I just kind of feel like, you know, know that you are eating more to fuel yourself for your strength training session. So then that way you can hit it hard enough. But again, we're incorporating some recovery because I want you to be recovered enough mm. for your next strength training session. Yeah. To feel like a badass. Right. And yeah. then, and I just feel like to uh, emphasize that I'm going to be checking in to see, like, how are they feeling? And again, like, I like to ask, have you experienced any cravings? How mm-hmm. was your sleep? Um, you know, how did you feel waking up? How did you feel during your training session? And I always get, wow, like, my energy has, like, improved the roof. I just, I feel more focused. Um, I felt really strong. So it's, but it is, it's like baby steps. So yeah. you can't just, uh, you can't eat. You know, two hundred grams of carbs. Are you, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, you, 
And I'm all about, like, I want to work with my client. I'm, you know. Meet them where they're at. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Totally. Um, yeah. And everyone's starting at a, at a different. Some clients are like, what? <laughs> Give it yes. to me. Like, I just needed the permission <laughs> yeah. to do so. And thank you for giving that yeah. to me. But a lot of, majority of the times, there's just so much, you know, being hesitant about, like, trusting, yeah, just in the process. Right. And being like, okay, I need to let go and, like, let go of the, the ideas that I've right. been holding on to. Yeah, like I have a you know a client, we are, we are coming up here on one year in two months, and yet I think the first two, three months, you know, it was a, a opportunity to work on increasing her carbohydrate intake because yeah. she was dieting for so long. Right. And so, um, and I'm sure uh, if you have not seen, uh, Brett made a post about recomping, mm-hmm. and I'm a huge believer in it. Like, I would rather eat at my maintenance intake and not consistently dieting because dieting is another stressor yeah. on the body, and right. our body operates best at homeostasis. And I don't really have a need to diet, at least me personally. No. Like, I, I love the way I look. I just really want to focus on getting stronger. Um, I'm not just saying worried about like getting bigger, so I don't need to eat at a surplus. Yeah. I, and with maintenance, I feel. Uh, satisfied with my food, right. I feel great. I feel like all the things that you would want be to... hungry should today. No, good, yeah. So, and so it's like more so really sharing my own experience mm-hmm. and and just repeating that. And again, like slowly, again meeting where they're at. Yeah. Um, and I honestly like I don't have anyone who just was not a believer. Right. I it's so cool to see like the light bulb. And they're looking at, you know, their body measurements. They're looking at photos. And that's something else, too. Like, I'm really good about doing is, like, okay, let's look at your, you know, your, fo- your progress from side to side. Yeah. And that really, like, oh, shit. Yeah, because like, they can't, like, deny it then, you know? Like, in, the scale number is going to change <laughs> and it's going to, it can fuck with their heads. But right. when you see two pictures side by side, right. it's like, okay. Yes. They're like, okay, I trust you. <laughs> and honestly, and I feel like that's what um, my goal is to, you know, work on getting that trust from my clients. And yeah. once they know that, wow, like, you know, I'm putting my nutrition and my, you know, health into this woman's hands. And, yeah. you know, she really cares. And, like, she's showing me all this data yeah. and empowering me with, me with this data. Like, okay. And I'm also a huge believer of, like, really instilling what are their superpowers. Right. And what are they already doing really well and how can they do more of that. And so, again, it's just like, just feeding them, you know, yeah. Feeding them and yeah. Get them fired up and elevate their lives. Yeah, oh, I love that. I that. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, uh, the two of us are in Shawmouth competition. Yes. Here in LA, like five minutes down the road. How are you feeling about it? I'm excited. Yeah. It's our first public one. I know we're gonna yeah. meet all the people. This will be our fourth Shawmouth comp. Uh, I mean, it was amazing. You know, just you know, competing with the squad. But I'm really excited to see. What other people are going to come with mm-hmm. as far as either their strength. Um, I'm just excited to meet everyone. I'm excited to go to the venue. I'm excited to see the flow of the meet. Um, you know, I've been helping Brett with the Shawnsby competition, so it's been really cool to be like a meet director to really understand the back end of running a meet and yeah. what that all entails. And it's just cool that I was there at the grassroots of it, you know, and making it work, and it's been working. And so now we're just like next leveling it up. Um, I love to see like how we can make this grow and expand. Um, you know, make this across the U.S. international, yes. like public. You know, that would be really dope. And um, you know, I would love you know if they were like strong looking gyms or you know we have like seminars. 
because you know we're training the main six lifts and being that I seriously started training five years ago, that's what I really understood. Like these full are full body, yes, full body, upper and lower. Hello, yeah, you know. Yes, it is a bro training in my earlier years, and it did, you know, show results. Like yeah. I'm not going to say that that didn't work, but I really do feel like total body training is superior. Yeah. Um, and I also say that to my gym pop clients. I feel like gym pop clients really benefit from total body training because if I program like a three or four day training oh, uh, split, then if they miss two days, hey, you still got two exactly. days of full body. Like yeah. that's rather than it, you know biceps triceps or you know it's the those are the micros yes exactly <laughs> exactly yeah we want to focus on the macros especially right. if people are like don't want to spend a long time in the gym and you're better off focusing on the large yes, groups exactly yeah. multi-joint yeah. movement let's go let's fucking go yes and then you know really you know nutrition upon Progressive overload and my most connection, but I am going off the topic. So <laughs> Back excited. to tomorrow. Yes. But yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Um, and again, I'm do, going to do my best not to be a meat director tomorrow and just focus on being a competitor. Yeah, so. focus on yourself. Yes. Yeah. But you've been training really fucking hard. Uh, I needed to powerlift the meat recently yeah. too. Awesome. Um, 31st. How did you, because I know we have been doing, um, that was your first powerlift the meat since we started doing the strong lifting, right? Correct. So, how did you feel, like, on the day, the difference? Because, like, the powerlifting is three lifts, like, squat, bench, and deadlift, and then we're doing six lifts, so that's double. So, how did you feel on the day, the, the difference? Like, did you think it was, like... Much? I mean, it was great, because I think I finished my last deadlift, uh, I think, about, like, 11.30, almost noon. So, I mean, that was beautiful, and I, start, I woke up at 4.30 that day, I got there by 6 a.m. to weigh in, so mm-hmm. six hours technically of, like, doing things, but probably, I, but I started at 8, so four hours of lifting versus 10 hours of yeah, lifting. Yeah, it's long. Yeah, and I mean, I felt, like, the next day, like, yeah, I lifted some heavy weights, but from our last strong competition, like, I remember the very next day. I was, like, walking so stiff, like, yeah. oh, my goodness. It's a long day. It is a very long yeah, day. Yeah, and there's a lot of energy. The yeah. energy in the room is my favorite, but it's still... You gotta to, manage it. To be trying to come up and down, yeah. and, like, I don't even... I drink one coffee a day max, and on the strong lift meets, even though I don't need it, I'll drink, like, three, because yeah. I'm, like, I need to get hyped up again. Yeah, exactly. You're, like, okay, rest, yeah. hype, rest, hype. It's like the schedule. <laughs> but it's fun. It's a fun day. It's a very fun day, and I and again I feel like you know it's cool to see everyone training for it, like for our squad, and seeing everyone's like physique just totally like you yeah. know, develop and change and get stronger. You can see like all these muscles pop, and, I'm, and it's just like look how fucking badass we are, and look yeah. the weight that we're moving. Yeah, and I just feel like overall like I love this movement that we're doing, stronger shit. Yeah, um, you know this competition coming tomorrow is going to be women only. So again, like um. I love what we I just got for. shivers. I love Same. it. Oh, my God. Like because, like, look what we were just saying. Like, there's still rarely any women in the weight room. Yeah. Like, look what we're promoting. Like, yeah. I love the platform and what we're sharing, like, and how passionate we're all about it. And it's just, it's it's a part of us. It's ingrained in our day-to-day. Yeah, and I think it's very, very powerful, like, a group of women in a room just aiming to be as strong as possible and cheering each other on like 
even like when we when we've been doing it with the squad, like we we're all like we're kind of competing against each other, but we all still want each other to do their best, and yes. we all want each other to lift as much as they can. You know, it you kind of once you're watching someone else lifting, it's like you want them to do their best. You know, and it's not like oh, I, do, I hope she doesn't get it. It's not like that at all. And I think that's that's really empowering. For us to experience and for other women to see yes. as well because like i don't know when when i was growing up anyway it was kind of like competitive with other women but it this is just completely different and right. it's it's just really amazing and i feel like you, you take it that outside of life too you know because just because someone else is doing good doesn't mean you can right you know exactly but yeah it's it's really empowering and special yeah and i love that it's just a good reminder to reinforce, just see where you're, like, how strong are you right now in all these main lifts? Like, yeah. I think it's just a great opportunity. Um, I mean, because I feel like the other question is, like, well, if I'm just beginning out, like, what's what's the baseline of, of where I should, what I should be lifting? Yeah, and, like, what's still, the entry? Yeah. yeah, and it's like, this isn't about comparing numbers no. and what someone's doing. Like, you're just comparing yourself. Yeah. And you're creating a baseline. And then use the next, you know, to go more. Yeah, exactly. I feel like now is the best time to do it because we're all kind of figuring like this is like our fourth one, um, and there's no like there's no like set number you have to be at. Right. You don't have to weigh a certain number. You don't have to be lifting a certain number. No. So like, if someone is thinking about doing the next one, definitely do it. It doesn't Just do it. Exactly. Yeah, and it's like at the end of the day as well, it's you versus you. It's yeah. like. Even if you don't get, like, the top one, it's, like, see what you can do when you're put to the test right. and, like, when you have something to train for, yes. you know? Exactly. And that, and, and I feel like I've always loved having something to train for, and mm-hmm. I love that I can marry, like, everything that I'm, I'm interested in and I'm yeah. really, really passionate about, and I'm really loving the fact that, like, what we're doing can have such a huge impact. Yeah. I hope it is. I think it is. I think we all get those... DMs like saying oh like you're inspiring me yeah it's really cool because you can sometimes I forget you're just doing your thing because that's literally I was thinking about that a few weeks ago because I yeah I receive that all the time like like, this is just something for my whole day like I wouldn't blink of not doing what I'm doing yeah but again it's just a reminder like there's so many women who are quieting their boys you know they are stuck in their own way you know um, and I feel like it's our job, our duty to show them the light. Yeah. Um, and again, to make them confident, confident. And that's again what I took away from my first trainer and then all my other mentors and coaches that I've had. I've taken you know, all those good experience yeah. that make me the coach of my today. Yeah. I'm one badass coach you are. Hey. <laughs> so. <Sorry. laughs> and Ash, so tell. Oh. <laughs> tell me. What brings you happiness inside of it? I would say just more like balance. Yeah. That because I I love traveling. I love exploring. Um, I love you know hanging out with my dog Parker, my yes. baby boy. It's kind of strange seeing you with Ed. I know. He's my guardian. But this time apart is good too. Yes. It's <laughs> Yeah. Got a ritual my cup. Exactly. We'll, we'll do even better. Yeah. Um, but. That is the purposes of why I really will take the time um, on my self-care. You know, mm-hmm. I need to refill my cup. It is my job. 
Um, I take full ownership and accountability for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I, it's really important for me to practice what I preach. Yeah, exactly. And if I'm going to walk the walk, I got to talk the talk. Mm-hmm. And this is what I model, this is what I value, you know, and I have my priorities as such. So, you know, making the time to meditate, to do my yoga practice. Um, I like eating home cooked food, so I like taking the time to be able to prep and eat food at home. I love eating my meals on my patio. Yes. Uh, no TV, just kind of sitting there with a candle. Um, I think it's really it helps me to stay present. Yeah. Um, I love going to the zoo, um, going to the beach. Yes. Taking naps on the beach. Uh, that, I mean, it just it's the best. And I would say I love sleeping. You know, yeah. I have a grandma, I'm almost going <laughs> a bit early, so... That's your secret. Is that, that that's how you look so young? Honestly, I'm telling you, <laughs> sleep is the secret. Yeah? Drink it. So, how do you... Because that's one thing I've actually always loved about you is um, you're really good at balance because you get a lot of work done, but you also get a lot of, like, your time. And for me, sometimes that's a challenge of, like, separating things and like not doing the two at once how did you get good at like saying no to things I mean like these are my priorities and just like being okay with that and not feeling guilty about it that's a so funny I was speaking to one of my good friends and she kind of just commented like I've been this way since high school really yeah like I've always just you know I was my own captain yeah I was never a sheep I, I like taking the lead. Um, I've always been very extroverted, and I've always spoke my mind. I've always just had this in me of, I'm not going to lie. Like, if this is what I want to do, I'm going to do it. If I'm not going to do it, I'm not. And I don't mind communicating that. Yeah. And I know that I'm not saying it to hurt anyone's mm-hmm. feelings. I'm saying it because, like, I don't want to do it, or I'm just speaking my truth. Right. And I feel like I owe that to myself. Yeah. Um, and as I'm getting older, life is too short not to speak my truth, okay? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to spend time being inauthentic. For someone else. Exactly. Yeah. And I like to say I have good integrity. Um, and, you know, I do what I say. So I just feel like, again, it's just a non-negotiable. And I feel, I, I feel like I always believe, personally, I feel better. I feel better knowing that I spoke my truth. Yeah. I communicate very clearly. Um, if I didn't understand, I seek to, I sought to understand, I ask questions, mm-hmm. um, and, but other than that too, I just feel like no is a sentence, you know, Yeah. you don't have to explain why you're saying no, you just, have to apologize, no. yeah, yeah, that's it, um, but again, I feel like I have friends, followers, like, you know, wow, did you get so confident, and yeah. like, you just, I just, from the feelings, and what happens after I say no, it's like, I don't regret saying no, yeah. like, it's the best, or you say no to plans, and you're like, I am so glad that I didn't go, yeah. like, I don't regret it, and just, I know, I have goals, and so, like, I have projects to work on, you know, my business, like, that's my baby, you know, I, I need to take care of it, and so, that's my priority, um, and again, like, I value living in, in integrity with myself, I value, you know, speak my truth, I value, feeling good and, and really um, creating that space for self-care. So it's important for me to uh, manage my time well. And I always remind my clients to start off with creating like a time diary. Yeah. So tracking your time to see like how and where you spend it right now. Right. Because again, you need data. Mm-hmm. Do that for at least like three days. Then look at your time wasters 
and see if you can like you know shave some time off. And you can, I'm sure you can easily find like 15 minutes an hour that you can allocate to yeah. something else. Um, and I think it's still a trial and error um, because you know as I'm growing my business, you know again. I, like one other thing that I say is really important is blocking out your non-negotiable self-care time. Like that's right. the first thing you should do when you're creating your, your schedule, um, which is my preference. So then that way you know like there's no way anyone's going to schedule a book of time during that time slot, and you know like you create that time to like go for a walk, take a yeah. nap, you know, color, whatever it is. And so I think it's important to work backwards like that versus a lot of people will. Stuff will come up, and then they have to figure out around that. But I do know, like for example, like being a parent, if you're taking care of a loved one, it's it's hard to say that. You know, it's easier to say it and do it. So it just more so do your best. Yeah. And, and, and start but, small. Right. And then, like you said, you know, be kind to yourself. Yeah. You know, speak kindly and just take it as data. Um, and maybe just like, well, what could you do differently next time, given what you have? Right. And again, that's kind of the process I have with my clients because I want to meet where they are. Because I, you know, I don't know how different the, life. Yeah. It's a totally different life. Yeah. Like I can make that time because I'm single. I don't have any kids. Yeah. You know, but it's <laughs> But you know, for a mom who has like four kids, a husband, a business, yeah. you know, she's busy. Yes. So you know, even if I was, you know, the next step I would say from there, if you're not, you know. Besides creating a time diary, what is one five-minute action you know that you can easily do some low-hanging fruit? Yeah. Um, that you can do very consistently. You know, maybe if it's like five minutes of meditation, maybe take a five-minute walk. Yeah. Um, Something maybe, small. Yeah. Lay down for five minutes. Yeah. You know? Because honestly, we're doers. We are, especially in America, we are hustle. on the go, hustle, hustle, go, Hashtag go, go. <laughs> but we need to slow the fuck down. Yeah. Exactly. And Again, that's where we need to fill our own cups, and that way we can fill other people's cups because we can't be going at a thousand for the rest of our lives. It's not no. sustainable. You want to crash and burn. Yeah. So, I just honestly, I don't want to get to that point where I crash and burn. Like I like feeling, you know, happy and good, but I do honor those days when I don't feel so good. But I don't take on those feelings. I am those feelings. I observe them, acknowledge them, and yeah. let them go. Don't take them personally. No. I love that. You're amazing. My last question. Yes. Are you human? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like she's really here. Yeah. She feels like human. I don't know. I promise. <laughs> I'm just speculating that maybe a half robot. Maybe there should be some tests done. <laughs> no. But honestly, like it's funny because my grandma she used to call me Bam Bam when yeah. I was younger because oh. I was looking for like mood furniture. So I've just always been like innately really just strong. Just picking it up with your finger. Yeah, and I mean, I wish I would have gotten to powerlifting like years weight training years ago, like yeah. seriously. But hey, you know what you know. And it was really cool to see like kids, you know, get into weightlifting um, and start from there. And I think that's important. And that's another movement I would like to like really help and grow. Yeah. Along with you know really um, inspiring, motivating women to train. Yeah, the like the best time to start is today, and the second best time is tomorrow. Yes, just just That's do it. it. You know, like what would you say? To, okay, I like last question, and we're definitely gonna leave it here. What would you say to women who um like are afraid? Who the ones that are on the cardio machines in the gym and just feel like you know anxious and intimidated to go down to the free weight section, but they want to do it. What would you say to them? Hire a coach. Yeah, I agree. Hire a coach. That's it. Period. Yeah. 
I'm not going to tell you, because most women, they might look on Instagram and, you know, find those type of workouts. And it's like, no, 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 no. We it's not, to, like, specific for you. Exactly. Because I think it's important to take a beginner, such as she, through a comprehensive, you know, onboarding of, okay, let's figure out, I need to teach you how to use main lifts. Mm-hmm. We need to build a baseline that's day one. And then we're going to continue to incorporate progressive overload. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe we get you squatting deeper, so maybe we start you at a box squat, then we get you to a goblet squat without using a box. Yeah. You know, there needs to be a logical, systematic progression, not just some random workout. No, that's not specific to them. Um, and I would, you know, clarify and say a knowledgeable coach. Yeah, yeah, because there's, a, there's a lot of coaches, um, and there's a lot of coaches for some people, not for others, which is, which is great that there's so many. You just find one you connect with and that right. has experience. So where can the people find you? The people. If they want to contact you and if they, they want to know more about you. Uh, Instagram is a dot hodge fitness. Okay. Um, my full name, Ashley Hodge. My website, ashleyhodgefitness.com. Um, email info at ashleyhodgefitness.com. Got it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. This was fun. I know. Thank you for being here. Ooh. Love you. Love you. <laughs> and he did it. He did it. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the Sarah Staples podcast. Thank you for being here. And I just want to give you a quick reminder that on Wednesday, September 8th at 12 p.m. PST, I will be doing a free live training. So if you're someone who goes to the gym and you find that you are not satisfied with your results you feel like you're going you're exercising but you're not actually getting stronger you're not gaining muscle and you don't actually look like you lift weights you will want to sign up for this it's completely free i'll be going through three mistakes that i see women making in the gym and you can sign up at the link in my bio on instagram sarah staples fit or you can, I'll drop the link also at the bottom of the YouTube video and the podcast.